How's it going, guys? Jared Lopes back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast. As always, so good to be with you. If you just stumbled upon the podcast for the first time, super glad you're here, man. Um, we're just a bunch of guys who are trying to figure out what it looks like for us to fall in love with Jesus and to help our families fall in love with Jesus. We are trying to stumble toward that uh, goal together. So we'd love to have you come be part of our little community. You can do that by going to dadtire.com and click the community tab, and then that will link you over to a closed group that we have on Facebook. We've got thousands of guys from all over the world who are taking this stuff seriously. And uh, so we'd love for you to be part of that. Um, today, I've got my lovely, talented, gorgeous, good-looking... I can't get... I'm, I'm out. Too late. That's Smart. It? Gorgeous, good-looking. Did you say anything else? <sighs> Let's start over. Oh, talented. Let's start over. You better start over. <laughs> Talented, gorgeous, good-looking, gorgeous, pretty. Nope. Smart, intelligent, feisty, go-getter, do the right thing, justice-driven, lover of truth. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep going. Neighbor, Steve, he's on the podcast for with us today. Hey, Steve, how you doing? (laughs) I've got my wife hanging out with us today. Layla, welcome back to the Dad Tired Show. As always, I purposely kept you up as late as possible. Um, Don't yawn as I say that. Uh, I always make sure I keep Layla up late so that all the filters are gone. I am tired. You say that. People are going to think you're just like. I go to bed at 8 o'clock. It's 9 it is so late. Is it nine? Okay. Yes, it's nine oh nine. Mom tired. Mom tired. Just a bundle of excitement over here. But this is where we get the best. Layla filters off, maybe a few tears, all the good stuff. Is that what you're after? Today <laughs> we are tears. talking. Today we are talking about husbands being better listeners for their wives and for their kids. The reason this came up um, is because it came up in the Dad Tired Facebook group. Um, husband in there said, I don't feel like a very good listener. My wife like brought it up. I actually don't remember what the post was, if I'm totally honest. I feel like that's what you said. Somebody had said that their wife feels like they don't listen. The yeah. husband is not a good listener. Yeah, he said that he was like watching TV and his wife said, are you even listening to me? And he said, that's a weird way to start a conversation. That's bad. That's not actually what happened, but that was a joke. (laughs) Funny dad joke. Uh, There's so many memes about dads not listening. One of them says, husbands are the best people to share secrets with because they'll never tell anyone because they aren't even listening. Mm. That's sad. Sad and a little bit funny, but not that funny because it's super true. The other one says, my wife says, I only have two faults. Number one, I don't listen. And some other thing that she rattled off about. That's horrible. (laughs) These are funny. This is like, the reason I'm saying these is because most guys can relate to this, uh, to this, uh, why guys don't feel like they're good listeners. Why are you listening? Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to all that. So anyway, um, before we dive into that, though, a couple of things. Number one, I just need everyone to know I'm recording this episode wearing my brand new dad tired sweatshirt. It's kind of cool. 
little small. I will say if you're going to get one, shop.dadtire.com, size up. I could be getting big, though, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Up a size. Um, I normally wear a medium. I feel like it's a little snug. It could be me. I'd go up. Yeah. I'd I'd up the size. But if you want to skinny jean your sweatshirt, then go with your normal size. They are cool, super comfortable, very, very cozy, very warm. Um, I just had a... <laughs> I just had a root beer float. That could be why I'm needing to up my size. <laughs> yes. Um, too many root beer floats after dinner. So, uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that. But first, I wanted to say I'm wearing that sweatshirt. So go to shop.dadtired.com if you want to get a dad-tired sweatshirt. Got a few of them up there, I believe. Um, we're also giving away a cruise. Did you hear that? Mm, I heard about that. Um, for any of you that pre-order the Dad Tired book, you can get a, that comes out September 3rd, coming up quick. You mm-hmm. read the whole book. Layla doesn't, or most people don't know, but you were pretty much my editor. The publishers have like editors. Mm-hmm. so I was the pre-publisher editor. That's right. And you read the whole thing, which I could barely get through after writing it. It was very good. Um... So if you want that Dad Tired book, you can pre-order it by September 2nd, the day before it comes out. And if you pre-order it and enter your confirmation or your order number into the Dad Tired website, dadtired.com forward slash pre-order, if you click that and enter your order number in, you will be entered to win a free Dad Tired cruise, which is going to be nuts. You need to take care of your flight. But other than that, the party's on us. That's awesome because I'm pretty sure... Well, maybe God will bless it, but I'm pretty sure there aren't going to be millions of people buying, so chances are pretty good. Come on, babe. Why are you <laughs> going to speak that truth out? Sorry. There are going to be bazillions. May there be bazillions of people who buy the book, but in case there are not, chances are pretty good you could win this it's cruise. It's the best chance you've probably ever had at right. winning anything, especially a cruise. For sure. It's a one in, cool. one in six million chance. How good of odds are those? That's how many no. people I plan on buying my book. Six million people? Six million people. Grief. Let it be. If I do, by the way, I'm getting an RV. I think you're getting a boat. I will tow my boat with an RV if five million people buy the book. You're going to need a truck that can tow Done. an RV that will Thank tow you. your truck. <laughs> you mean your boat? On next week's podcast, we will cover... How to get your wife to agree to whatever you want. No. Uh, so, yeah, we're giving away a cruise. So come to that other quick admin note here. Exciting admin note. We're doing two conferences, one next month in Ohio. So if you live anywhere near the Ohio, well, I, don't, I can't even point Ohio out on a map. I got to be honest. We homeschool our kids. Our kids can. It is dangerous. Um, somewhere in the Midwestern, no, Northern Hemisphere. Of the world, Ohio. If you live in North America, come to the Ohio Conference in September. Or if you're in Austin, Texas area, which here's the thing. You could be in like a state, 16 states away from Ohio and still be closer to that conference than if you live in a different city in Texas to the Austin, Texas one. Texas is huge. Yeah. It could take you like 49 hours 
to Jared, drive. Listen, <laughs> you keep putting numbers attached to things that aren't true. He does this, you guys. I have to fact check him because sometimes he just throws out numbers. 16 states from Ohio. There's no state 16 states away from Ohio that would be closer. Okay, let me give you a little secret behind the curtain secret here on uh, what pastors do. We make things up to make a point. Yeah, but you can't. Every you pastor does that. Your pastor. Lying. No, it's called for the Lord. You make the point big so that people remember. Yeah, but there's no reason to say 16 states from Ohio. People remember. It'll be closer than two cities in Texas. There's no need for that. Today, literally, you guys, today at church tonight, just hours ago, (laughs) we're at church. Somebody had mentioned the Westboro Baptist Church, which we've all heard of this, these crazy fanatical Christians who go picket. They go picket crazy. They're just, they're always in the news for really terrible things, being very mean. They're not kind people. I said, in response to what this person said at a church, they talked about the Hillsborough Baptist. I said, did you know that that church is only made up of about 15 people, 12 of whom are family members? And everyone's like, oh, you dang. the number 15 and 12. Everyone's like, oh, dang, that's crazy. I didn't know it was so small. You know, I had everyone's attention. And Layla over here pulls out her phone, <laughs> gets the Google app going, and just says, just real quick, it was seven. It's seventy. <laughs> I mean, just you said fifteen, and I thought, wow, that's really small. Is that true? And, and it you wasn't. Blasted me in front of all my friends. We because you lied. I didn't lie. I exaggerated to make the point so that it sticks. You can't do it. Listen, Dad, tired everybody. I will fact check him and keep you keep him honest. So if you live anywhere near 16 states of Ohio. No, there's not even 16 states on either side of Ohio. Did That's you? right. I looked it up. Okay. I'm going to get real technical here. Well, I'm not. Let's move on. All right. It's been too If you long. live within 16 hours of flight of Ohio or Austin, Texas, you should be coming to the conference. Dadtire.com. Click the conferences tab. <laughs> Before we dive in, I do want to thank my friends over at policygenius.com for sponsoring this episode. There are a lot of workplaces these days. Layla, I don't know if you know this because you have a workplace. I don't have a workplace. Today is my bring your wife to work day, by the way. Welcome. Mm, Glad to have you. But you have a real workplace. You're a nurse at a hospital. Mm -hmm. A lot of workplaces are coming up with some nice perks for their employees. Got little snack stations, drink stations, maybe some hot coffee. All the nice perks. Mm -hmm. Another thing they may offer you, life insurance. Mm -hmm. And you could be thinking to yourself, hey, I got trail mix. I've got a cup of coffee. I've even got some life insurance. I'm good to go. But you can't sustain on trail mix. And most likely, you cannot sustain on your work's life insurance. That's true. It's Um, very good. You don't know what it is. Or even if you do know what it is, maybe you're confused about what it is. But you're just like, is this enough to actually cover our family? God forbid something terrible happens. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is the easiest way to shop shop online for insurance. Uh, In just minutes, I've done it. I've gone on their website. I really like it. Make it very, very easy. They've done very well at modernizing this whole thing. Uh, in just minutes, you're going to compare quotes from the top insurers and find the right amount of coverage for the best 
possible price. The other cool thing is Policy Genius team can look at your workplace life insurance. Listen to this. They'll look at your policy and they'll help you decide if you need something else, if it's good or if it's not good, or maybe you don't need anything at all. Maybe they'll say, hey, you got a good thing going. Stick with it. That's really cool. I like that they do that. Uh, Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can help you find home insurance, auto insurance, disability insurance, all kinds of stuff. So make sure to go to policygenius.com. Again, workplace policies are great, but they're like snacks. It's better than nothing, not quite enough. Head to policygenius.com today. Find out how to supplement your workplace life insurance and better protect your family. Again, policygenius.com. Calm. All right, babe. Um, so I, I'm talking a lot, but I want to read for you. Sorry, our, I wasn't listening. Oh, wow. Uh, there was a, I got a couple voicemails here. We've never done this before, but if you are a dad tired listener and you want to call in, you can call in about any of the topics. If I tell you we're going to be talking about a certain topic coming up, or you just want to call in and say, Hey, you got a question about really anything. Well, we may tackle it on an episode. Um, you can call 503-877-3836. Again, 503-877-3836. You can call and leave me a voicemail. I actually listen to them personally. But I got two that came in regarding listening. So I'm going to play them for you. First time you've ever heard these, Layla. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just hear what other dad-tired guys have to say about their experience listening to their wives. You ready for this first one? I'm ready. Okay. Hey, Jared. This is Jackson. I've been listening to the Dad Tired podcast for about uh, four or five months now, man. Just love it. It's just very inspiring and just great stuff that I, as a dad of uh, three, just really need to hear. Um, I saw your story on listening, and I'd say there's two twofold for me. Uh, One, when I'm preoccupied, I don't stop what I'm doing uh, selfishly or just trying to get something finished. Uh, I try to complete my task without uh, checking with her and, and seeing actually what she's talking about and the details. And then the other side would be when she is telling me something, my wife is telling me something that I think I already know, and I kind of write her off and just kind of halfway listen. And it just every time it seems that I, I tend to miss those really important details um, that end up getting me uh, – not in trouble, but just uh, feeling bad that I, I realized I didn't listen to her completely. And so those are the two things that I'd say when I'm preoccupied and when I when I think I know everything, but I really don't. So anyway, thanks. I uh, love what you're doing, man. Uh, let's keep it on. I think a lot of guys relate to that. <clears throat> I think I already know what you are going to say. Really? Or you're saying it. And so I'm kind of tuning it out or not listening fully. Oh. And then what happens is I didn't fully hear what you said. And it ends up biting me in the butt later. I thought you were saying you know what I'm going to say about what he just said. Oh, no, I have no idea what you're going to say. What are your first thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think, well, I have a couple of thoughts, I guess. I think I'm just thinking practically. My very initial thought was it seems like that would be pretty easy to tackle um, both of those situations. So the first one you said, um, or he said that he's preoccupied. So he's trying to maybe complete a task and she's talking and, um, cause that happens with you a lot, Jared, when I'm like 
trying to talk to you and you're like on the computer or doing something and uh, I can tell you did not hear a word I said because there's like a long pause after I stop talking <laughs> and then you answer or <laughs> um, so that I think and something that we've done or you've done is give me you give me like a time limit like give me 10 minutes to finish what I'm doing and then you can have my attention and then I am typically okay with that unless I have an emergency which I haven't yet but um, I think that seems like a, I mean, if, if you just can communicate that, you know, I'm working on something or I'm distracted by this thing. I just really want to get it done real quick. Can you give me 15 minutes? Um, assuming it's not like Facebook scroll, cause that would be really annoying yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're working on something, I'm not, unless I have an emergency, I think it seems reasonable to give you the, whatever amount of time you need to finish it. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know if it's my ADD or just my personality or what, but I can get like really hyper-focused on a task and being interrupted by that task or during that task is like one of my biggest pet peeves. It's so hard for me. So like you said, one of the things that I've tried to do is like, hey, babe, I'm focused on this. Give me 10 minutes, I'll be done. Um, and then I, you've got my full attention. Mm -hmm. I think I've even used those exact words. Yeah. Like you'll have my full attention. It just works out better on both ends because you get done what you feel like you need to get done and I get heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I want to listen to one more. This one is like a Hold really on. The other thing is okay. I yes. relate to the other one. Yeah. He said, um, when she's talking and it's something that he feels like he already knows. So he just kind of like half listens and misses the important details. Cause I am kind of a detail person and I know that sometimes I overshare when I'm like trying to share something with you or my mom, especially with the kids. If she's watching them, I've had these kids for eight years. She's watched them a million times in the last eight years, but I still have a giant list of details I want to share with her um, but it just, maybe it's like my own anxiety. I just need to know that you heard the details because they're important to me. So, um, I can get why maybe she would feel kind of flustered or hurt or, um, annoyed if you're not hearing the details. So I think, again, it's a simple, like just, it'll probably take you 47 seconds to just pause and turn your attention and just say, okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest one is because I'm big picture near details. You're in the you you care about all the details, and there's I'm trying to sift through subconsciously or even consciously what details are relevant or important, and what you're telling me and what's not, and that is probably well, it does give you my half attention. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh man, this is rough. Hey guys, I want to take a quick minute to thank my friends over at HelloFresh for sponsoring today's episode with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit delivery service. You're going to get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of how comfortable you are in the kitchen. Even guys like me who really have no clue what to do when it comes to cooking can put together a great meal for the whole family. No more stressful trips to the grocery store. No more expensive takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. They have more five-star recipes than any other meal kit service. So you know you're going to get something amazing. You can easily change your delivery days, your food preferences, and even skip a week if you need to. No problem. 
This week, our family had the balsamic fig chicken, and let me tell you, it was amazing. A hit for the whole family. Even the kids loved it. As always, we want to hook up the Dad Tired listeners with a sweet deal. So for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash Tired 80 and enter the promo code Tired 80 at checkout. Again, for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash Tired 80. That's eight zero and enter the code Tired 80 at checkout. You're going to get $80 off your first month of food. Okay, well, I want to get more personal about you and I, but let's listen to one more of uh, these voicemails here. Last one. Well, here's the two things that I have challenges with when my wife, I'm trying to be a good listener. Uh, one, she never gets to the point in the beginning is a story, and a lot of times it goes over a couple canyons, and then she travels back. So it's like, tell me how to build a fire real quick, but don't tell me what kind of wood, don't tell me what kind of match, and it stretches me out. Then the number two thing will be staying focused through the process. It's like, oh, crap, how we connect these things. So connecting dots through the long story of what the actual point is, and then realizing she really didn't want me to have an answer for her. It was just just to listen. <sighs> there you go, bro. I love that one. Yeah, because uh, you say it to me all the time. <laughs> I think so many guys are going to relate with what he just said there. Um, here's one thing I want to point out, though. That's Can su- they hear what he's doing? Do you like reiterate yeah. what he said? Layla doesn't trust my editing skills right now. Oh, okay. I will be able to put those voicemails okay. in. Yeah, don't worry. They'll hear it. Um, here's one thing I want to point out about each of those voicemails. Both of them. This is super fascinating. Both of them, uh, they don't know each other. They're, they call from different places of the country randomly on their own. And both of them started with, here are two things. Mm-hmm. I noticed that actually. Here are two things. This is such a guy's way of communicating. Mm-hmm. I have your attention. I'm going to give you two clear points with where I'm going <laughs> right now. This is where guys get so hung up because you often will start telling me a story and immediately I'm trying to organize in my mind the information and categorize and what's going to be and where are we going and I'm going to try to like quickly problem solve. So tell me where this is the problem and then how can I help you figure out a solution? So you'll start telling me something and I'm like, my mind's running down one track. I'm like, okay, I've got about six solutions. 10 minutes into the story, I learned that wasn't at all <laughs> where we're headed. That's not even, it has nothing to do with what we're actually going to, where the destination is. And then 23 minutes into the story, I realized, joke's on me, there was no destination. Okay, well. <laughs> we're just going on a journey. Like he said, up th- and I love that he gave the analogy of building a fire. <laughs> just such a man's analogy. I'm trying to build a fire. I don't know where the wood is, what kind of matches I'm using. <laughs> I really appreciate that call. What were your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Um, it is funny to me because you say that to me all the time. Where are we going with this? You say that a couple minutes into my story. Where are we going with this? Like, I I can tell that you relate to that because he was saying that he's having a hard time staying focused because he doesn't know where it's going and kind of going round and round and round. And maybe there's a point, maybe there's a not, maybe there's not a point, but um, 
that's hard and I get it. So in this case, I think I try and be sensitive to the information I'm sharing or even just when you, when I can tell that I'm losing you, then I wrap it up, you know, like, um, I don't typically get angry at you unless I have something like I'm like really struggling with, or it's like a deep issue or I'm having a hard time. If you were just kind of like halfway listening, I would have a hard time with that. But I mean, for the most part, when I'm just like talking about, you know, a story I read and I want you to know about it, um, I can tell when I'm losing you. So I just, I think it's on me in that case, to be honest, to just kind of maybe wrap it up or you always tell me it would be most helpful to start with the end of the story and Amen. then go backward and Amen. like fill in the details um, instead of my starting in the beginning because you don't know where it's going. So then I lose you. Yeah. I think this is what guys do. Even we don't know we do this, but I, I think we do this a lot. And this is, this is a tip from a husband to any wives who are listening as always, husbands, if you're listening to this, uh, send it to your wife. I think anytime Layla's on, this is a good time to send this podcast episode to your wife so she can listen. So this would be my husband's perspective and maybe helpful advice to a wife. Start with, here, the, like get straight to the point and then fill in all the gaps. Lost my job today. Feel super frustrated today. I don't know what to do about this problem. Uh, I read this story that I want to tell you about. Like just bottom line thing and then work backwards. That way for me as a guy, I like can categorize information really quickly. I know where we're going. I can know, oh, I don't actually need to solve any problem here. Mm -hmm. She's just telling me this interesting thing she learned. Um, but that's for her husband's wife. I just want to point blank ask, do you think I'm a good listener? I think that you and I over the last 10 years have learned how we best communicate with each other. So I think that these, between the two guys, these four points that they've made, like being preoccupied, trying to complete a task, um, thinking already know, so only half listening and missing points, um, never getting to the point quickly, so having a hard time staying focused and not being able to connect the dots, like all of those things are true of you as well. But I think I know that. And so I'm able to communicate with you in a way that will um, help you listen to me better. Mm. Right. And that's a cool way to serve your spouse. Yeah. But here's the thing too. So yes, I think you are a good listener because you will say like, uh, give me 10 minutes to finish this so that I can, um, you know, hear you. And then you do, you'll finish your task and then you'll stop and you'll listen to me. Or you've told me, you know, like if I am kind of going on about like, so I went to the store today and, and I saw this guy and he was over there and he did this thing. Like if I would just stop with, so we're going to Jimmy's for dinner tomorrow and then go back, you know, <laughs> yeah. you've told me that it works better for you. So then I'm able to do that. And then you are a better listener. Um, but I think it's important to not to, um, it would be different, I guess. And maybe for the wives who have husbands that aren't being good listeners, um, to not feel like you need to do something different or like you aren't the way you are, isn't important enough to listen to. But if, if you just kind of work on maybe an understanding of how each of you communicates best mm. or like, um, you know, if you're the husband, then just say like, I'm a little bit preoccupied cause I'm really trying to get this email sent. I just really want to finish this sentence or whatever. Um, 
Or, you know, the second guy, just maybe tell her it's super hard for me to stay focused when there's so many details in the beginning. Can you tell me the end of the story and then kind of work your way backward? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think I've told you before, um, because I think these guys would say this too, is what you have to say is important to me. And I think I've even told you, like, I really do want to listen to what you're saying if you could just give me 10 minutes, then you'll have my full attention because right. I want to be a good, I want to really hear what's on your heart. But the other thing I heard you kind of say passive or sneak in there that I think is important is for a wife who might be feeling, well, why do I have to change the things that are important to me or whatever? If I like just listen, cause I'm important. You're my best friend. You're my spouse. Yeah. You're the one I'm doing life with. Like, will you, can you just listen to me? Yeah. You know, there's nothing that would make me feel more valuable. Right. And I think that's important for the husbands to hear is that you, you really need to listen. I, I really think listening is one of the easiest ways to communicate value and honor to your spouse. Yeah. Um, regardless of how they're communicating, you've been gracious enough to try to say, how is Jared wired? What helps him listen to me better? How can I adapt what I'm saying so that we can have a more um, effective conversation But even if that doesn't happen and you don't have a wife who's doing that, the easiest way to give your wife value and honor, which the Bible says to do honor your, your wife, Mm -hmm. um, the way to, the way that you do that is by listening to her and it's easy and cheap. Like, yeah, it doesn't take lots of creativity. Um, and it doesn't take lots of money or any money to just sit and listen. It will go a lot further in your relationship than like a nice dinner once in a while, Yeah, you know, to feel like you're genuinely listened to regularly. Yep. And it's not necessarily because maybe the content is super interesting because I mean, you, Jared, Jared gets excited about a lot of things a lot. And, (laughs) um, you know, for example, boats. And so he could spend all the live long day talking my ear off about boats, but he knows like, I'm not as into, we don't have a boat. We've never had a boat. We don't have a truck. We have nothing. We have nowhere to store a boat. I don't know what it is. About if you have boats. a pontoon boat and you're trying to get rid of one, hello at dadtired.com. No, I would love to talk to you. About Listen, <laughs> let's work on paying our bills first <laughs> before we get boats and RVs and trucks. But, um, but the reason I will listen to him, you know, share about whatever it is he's passionate about is because, I love him and whatever brings him joy, it's a joy for me to listen. And it's the same, like vice versa. So if there's something I'm super into, it goes both ways. I have to be cognizant of like what I'm sharing. Does he super care about like clean ingredients in makeup products that I'm kind of looking into lately? Probably not. But if it's something that like is interesting to me, he's going to lend an ear. Um, But I'm also not going to try and have him sit down with me for an hour and talk about (laughs) makeup ingredients or, you know, essential oils or whatever. The other Uh, day I sent you a, uh, sorry, I interrupted you. No, God. That was kind of it. Just, I mean, we listen to each other um, because whatever is hurting you is my burden to carry and whatever like brings you joy is a joy for me. Um, Even the ESPN highlight where that dude dumped. Gave an alley-oop off the backboard yesterday. Listen, I watched it, didn't I? <laughs> I spent the 20 seconds and I watched it for you. You did. Well, okay. it brought you joy and I wanted to see what it was. So well, thank you for sharing your ESPN video. It's pretty amazing. 18-year-old. 
Yeah. Maybe less. The thing is that I was going to say is I don't think I'm a good listener. I don't, I don't feel like a good listener. I especially, I feel like some of the worst listening I do is to you and the kids. Hmm. I feel really terrible as a listener for you and the kids. One of the things that attracted me the most in you was how good of a listener you are. I remember early on in our dating and early on in marriage, sometimes thinking she seems so into what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I can't believe it. You were it. thinking like, I'm so great. No, I remember <laughs> thinking really like, man, she's really like, even sometimes now I'm like, you are listening so well. You do this really, really well, babe. Like sometimes you are listening to some things I say and I know like you don't care at <laughs> all, but you really make me feel listened to. And I'm Sweet. like, and I think the, the main point I'm trying to get at here is listening is a skill, not an identity. So we can't say as guys, I'm just not a good listener no. or because there's a billion memes out there about guys not being good listeners. Mm-hmm. It's just who we are. That's like not at all being a Christ follower who's laying our life down for the sake of our wife. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a skill that we learn um, so that we can honor and value the family and the team and the loved one that God, the loved ones that God has given us to um, lead. And so, really, for me, I think listening is the hardest skill that I have to put into practice daily for you and the kids. I think I suck at it. And it, it like physically is the hardest thing for me to do as mm-hmm. the leader of our family. It's the hardest for me to like stop what I'm doing, whether it's a really dumb task or a really important task, but to stop and to calm my brain and give you attention for, and the kids attention for whatever times, it's very, very hard for me. Mm-hmm. But it is something I'm like, come to the conclusion this is an identity i don't get to say i'm a bad listener it's my personality it's my enneagram doesn't matter uh by the way it's probably not an enneagram thing because every guy really relates to this Mm -hmm. um so anyway you're doing a great job right now making me feel really listened to (laughs) well (laughs) i don't know what i do to make you feel listened to but i do listen i think maybe for maybe part of why i don't think you're as bad as you feel like you are is i Maybe if I were, I know a lot of women have, it's kind of a generalization about women that they just drone on and on and on and they talk a lot about all the things and um, I don't know, I don't know, and then maybe that is a realistic, uh, for some, I mean, of course, for some women, sorry, I hate getting into the gender things, I'm always feeling very sensitive about it, but. Well, there's reasons or generalizations. Yeah. You know, cause a lot. Right. It's just, know. I mean, there are memes about that too, that like, you know, how much women talk a lot. Um, I don't typically fit, I don't think in that um, generalization of women. So maybe, maybe I would really feel not listened to if I did um, talk longer at you. I think I'm more of an internal processor. And then by the time it does become verbal, it's already so well chewed down that I just have like a short spurt. Oh, he doesn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Do I talk for a long time? Sometimes it depends on what it is. Well, here's the thing. You don't, uh, you don't, how can I say this? You don't have a lot of instances where you want to tell me about things. Me, on the other hand, I want to tell you about a million things mm-hmm. a million times a day. You want to tell me about like three things one three times a week. Mm-hmm. So one thing like three times a week. 
but those three times are really long. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, it's just, I'm, when you like give me one instance, maybe it's not, maybe it, it may be that you're just not interested. So it feels like, probably. oh my gosh, can we stop talking? What is it I talk about? Uh, just <laughs> an article you read. You're not even, you don't even know because you weren't listening. <laughs> Look at this. Oh my gosh. Okay, I no. take it back. He's not a good no, listener, you guys. <laughs> he doesn't know what no, I ever talk about. You, uh, maybe something you'll tell me about at work when I don't know any of the people you're dealing with. So like, I can't picture faces. I can't like, that's why my work stories are like two seconds. I do tell you sometimes about something I've read about that I think is fascinating. And I know you think I'm just nerd bomber McGee. You are nerd bomber. So you're not as interested as I am. I try and like shorten it up and break it down real easy for you. Bullet points. Bullet points. Here's two, uh, I wonder for some, like, I think maybe it would be helpful for the women that don't feel like they're being listened to, to maybe just ask their husbands why in like a loving way, like in a way that you're trying to be um, maybe a better communicator for him. Like, is there a way that I'm communicating with you that makes it hard for you to hear me? So is it a great question? Yeah. So like for the wife to ask, um, like, you and this happens to me sometimes I do listen but I'm not always like quick to respond so sometimes like I said I'm an internal processor so sometimes I take time Uh, my dad was this way too and I often felt like he didn't hear anything he literally would just be dead silent (laughs) after I would talk to him and then uh, I wouldn't know if he heard anything and then like I would get an answer way later Um, so it may be helpful to just ask and, um, for the husbands to communicate, like, you know, I've heard you, but, um, can I think about this and get back to you about it later tonight or tomorrow or whatever it is? You do that to me and it kills me sometimes I know when I throw something deep at you, that's not like a pontoon boat or something that's like, that's a bigger topic and you just sit in silence. You don't even say anything. I know I don't notice that I do that until you say something because I'm I'm literally I'm thinking about how I feel about what you just said and then what I think about it and what's it like to think about how you feel? I just react. I do not. (laughs) I do not like react. I don't like reacting. I don't like when people react. (laughs) That was a big problem in our marriage for a long time. Like Jared, when he feels an emotion, there it is. It just comes on out. He's in a motor, and I (laughs) am not. But yeah, I I have to think about how I feel about a thing or like what, oh, that's an interesting thought. What is my opinion on that? I can't just like have an opinion right away. I have to think about it for a long time, sometimes years. Oh, God. I know. (laughs) The idea is gone by years. I know. You move on 100 miles an hour. I cannot keep up. Mm. It's a whole other podcast topic (laughs) we're getting into. Um, Or I wonder too, like the wife could ask the husband, like, am I speaking too long about something that you don't care about. (laughs) And I don't mean that like, that doesn't mean that what you're saying isn't important, but just like I said, being cognizant, like is Jared going to be super interested in my clean ingredients in the makeup or the essential oils or whatever that happened with Bertha at work or whatever. Okay. A couple things. Number one, nobody should be naming their kids Bertha at work anymore. Stop. That's terrible. There might be There's Bertha listening. Bertha's a great name. It's I love that name. name. I don't work with a Bertha. That's why I chose that name. Oh, I see. It's a fine name. A gr- Jeez. 
<laughs> Might have to edit that out. Don't normally edit the podcast, but maybe we'll edit that out. Probably not. Uh, the second thing I was going to say is, oh, sometimes you say, um, I know this isn't important to you, but can I just tell you? You yeah. start a lot of sentences like that, and it's really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I still I, expect you to listen, even yeah. though I know you don't care. Yeah, and it's, it's like, you just need me to listen. I'm not problem solving. Again, it kind of, you started with the end and then worked your way backwards. I know this is important. Can I just tell you about this thing I read? That's helpful. I like when you do that. Okay. Um, another thought I had is if maybe if the wife is not feeling well, heard, and this could be, you know, we keep saying the wife isn't feeling heard, but it could be the opposite totally. too. It could be maybe the husband feels like the wife is. But so anyway, take this as it is. But um, it could be too that the, what do you always say? You say, Good content, bad context or I something. Did. Wrote a whole section of the yeah. chapter in the dad tire yeah. book, dadtire.com forward slash pre-order, get a free cruise. So, may, so maybe speaking to your husband about, um, or it could be, and maybe the husband just needs to communicate that it's, there's maybe actually no, just he doesn't have the capacity to hear it at that time. Um, Cause I've experienced that too. When I'm just kind of like talked out, I say like I'm out of words. I literally cannot talk. I have no more words. And I don't know if it's like how far I am on the introvert scale or my tanks just empty. My tanks empty sometimes. And I I it ha, it's I just it's like verbal burnout. Mm-hmm. I have no words to say. And it's not that I don't care. I just don't have the capacity to respond. Um so that could come after like a long day or after a social event or you're just tired or hungry mm-hmm. or I don't know, just talked out. I don't know how else to say it. So maybe just it, husband, if that's what you experience or wife, if you want to ask if maybe that's the problem or being aware, like, geez, after we get home from church on Sunday, he's just really quiet. Mm-hmm. That may just not be a good time to have your long talk. Yeah. So again, cause we kind of, I made a joke about it unnecessarily, but right content, wrong context is what you, how you started yeah. that. And that, I think that's what you're saying is the content's good. Everything like I want to listen, the context of this conversation is just bad. I think the way that husband should respond in that situation is I want, I really want to give you my best thinking on this. Can you, let's wake up 30 minutes early before the kids get up tomorrow and have a cup of coffee. You and I do this sometimes mm-hmm. and let's just talk before. So when my tank is the chaos, starts. Yeah. Yeah. when my tank's filled back up and chaos isn't going and, uh, but I really do. It's important to me to hear what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the way that a husband, if he just lets it go and never comes back to it, that's really, again, dishonoring. I mean, what that there's, you could crush a wife to say, Hey, not now's not a good time. And then to never bring it up again, yeah. that would be crushing to anyone, husband mm-hmm. or wife. That sucks. Yeah. Like what you want to say isn't, I don't care. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. But like even like I said, I don't I know you don't care about my clean ingredients and I you know I don't care about the newest pontoon boat features. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but because we love each other and we serve each other, you just you just listen. Yeah. But like both sides being cognizant of like how the hearer is hearing. Like, yeah. okay, Layla doesn't care, but I'm super excited about this. Let me just show you. Give me one, two minutes and let me show you this new video of the boat and I'll watch it because because that's what you're excited about today. Yeah. Um, but also a way you, like for husbands, like posture yourself to listen. Like literally 
turn your body toward yeah. her and put your phone completely off and away, um, that will make, I mean, that will increase your, like her feeling listened to tenfold if you just do those two things, like physically turn yourself toward her um, and like ask a question or I don't know. Yeah. One thing I try to do with the kids when they're asking, when, you know, we, our kids are, our six year old likes to tell me about, she just goes on and on Mm -hmm. little girl. Uh, She just goes on and on about all her crazy dreams or stories. Mm -hmm. It literally, it, it has, it adds nothing to, you know, my day, (laughs) except my baby girl wants to tell me about something Mm -hmm. she's excited about. And so when she's talking to me, what I try to do, and I'm not excellent at this, but if I'm on my phone, just slowly put it in my back pocket as I'm keeping maintaining as direct eye contact with her as I can. Um, I think we give ourselves more slack with our spouse. I certainly give myself more slack than I should when it comes to listening to you, but I hold the rope a little bit tighter. I try to hold the rope tighter with the kids when they're trying, when I can tell they really want to like get my attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just want to give them like locked in, face to face mm-hmm. my whole body is turned towards them my eyes don't leave their eyes and i just ha- I, I would live with a ton of regret when we're old if they just think when i try to talk to daddy i could never get his attention mm-hmm. he didn't even mm-hmm. look at me that's just like a that sucks, that's a yeah. crushing feeling mm-hmm. and i need to hold the rope that tight with you um and get better with them too i feel mm-hmm. guilt about both of those mm-hmm. things i know I hate I hate our I hate the phones. Yeah. It's such a time suck and attention suck. Life suck. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I don't want to go back to my flip phone. You made me get rid of when we got married. I took Eden out on a walk the other day. Just uh, my six year old and um, just her and I. We walked around and uh, spent probably an hour, close to an hour, just mm-hmm. walking around all around the neighborhoods, and it was so refreshing. Like no technology, just to hear her process for an hour. Mm-hmm. I just listened to her little thoughts for an hour. It was so refreshing. So dumb that that like easy and simple of a thing felt yeah. so like rare. Mm-hmm. How dumb is that? Like a hundred years ago, that's like, <laughs> that's a normal day. Right. That's a normal part of everyone's day. Right. To go on a walk with your child shouldn't be like such a unusual and yeah. special event. It, it, I mean, it really is a special event, but like it shouldn't be so like rare. Like Yeah, and it was. It really I felt know, like I need to do, stupid. I literally was mm-hmm. thinking I need to do this like every week with her. Mm-hmm. Um, At least, yeah. yeah. You know, some families, I, I remember somebody in high school there, um, they were on a walk every evening after dinner. Yeah, I love Every that. evening. We need to move out of Oregon if we're going to do that. I know, it does get <laughs> rainy and cold. Um, I want to wrap up but do you have any last thoughts that you think would be helpful um i don't think so no just um i think on both ends there are ways that you can be um i think the wife needs you know wives can communicate and just share and husbands need to be like not resentful or annoyed um there's nothing worse than feeling like you're annoying to somebody and so um i hope that the husbands don't make their wives feel annoying but just openly share and wives not to be um like super offended but just like listen and you know <laughs> listen hear what he says if he says like sometimes you just kind of talk in circles and it's hard for me to stay focused just okay thank you for telling me i'll yeah. try and get to the point or husband's putting your phones away or saying you need a minute to finish something instead of trying to half listen 
you go a lot further. We're going yeah, to, <laughs> to just say, hey, four more minutes, let me finish this email and then I'm yours. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be doing this whole talking to each other thing for a long time to come. So yeah. better get good at it. Yeah. I think your question of how can I say something um, that's easier for you to listen, mm -hmm. to get your attention and a husband to say, what can I do to make you feel really listened to? Yeah. Those are two ways mm -hmm. that you would serve your spouse mm -hmm. really well. The last thing, the thing that I'll end on is this. Um, the, the scriptures say, we talk about this all the time in Dad Tired, for husbands to love our wives the way that Christ loves the church. We, we hear that verse all the time. It sounds nice. Um, but practically, the reality is when you talk to God, men, you have God's full attention. Um, he is listening with an with an attuned ear uh, to what you have to say. And God is not distracted. He's not giving you his half attention. He's not looking down at something else while you're talking to him. When you go to God in prayer, you have his attention. And so for our wife and for our kids, um, that's how we love our wife and kids, the way that Christ loves us. We give them our full attention because Christ gives us his full attention. And I think this point is, so, I don't want you just to hear that and think this is kind of fluffy advice. I never want to be a podcast or a ministry that you could hear the same exact advice at an atheist conference. Not that I know of any atheist conference, but you know, from a secular perspective mm -hmm. um, that, well, yes, everyone would agree that you should be a good listener. The reason our motivation behind being good listeners is because that is what God is to us. We are the bride of Christ. And as the bride of Christ, we get the full attention of the groom. And so as the husbands, uh, we give our brides our full attention the way that Christ gives us his. Mm -hmm. Thanks for hanging out with us today, mama. Yep. You bet. Uh, thank you guys. I hope this episode is helpful for you. As always, if you have been listening for a while and it's helpful, leave a rating or review. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Come to the conferences. I gave you too many things to think about today. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Later.